from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, a glorious Monday, January 15th, 2024. And this is episode number 739. Yeah, we did it. We got a hype train going. Oh, my God. I don't have any alcohol. And... Bad news, I had to break that shot glass to get that cork out. <laughs> well, I didn't. My wife did. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried to get the cork out of that bottle. Could not. My wife ended up getting it, but she broke the glass. So I was like, well, I guess I got to get a new shot glass. So maybe I'll order new Barry on Deck shot glasses and send them to all the Patreon members. That sounds like a good idea. Done. We'll just do that. Works for me. Hey, man, thank you guys for the hype train. Mark G, thank you for resubscribing for 19 months. Mr. Chris Reyes, sir. Mr. 1%, thank you for resubscribing for 22 months. Let's go. Uh, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Joe, thank you for the 100 bits. Memesters, thank you for the 25 bitties. Uh, we are all present and accounted for. Let's get into it, man. We've got, we've got a lot. Oh, by the way, Marco was a uh, prime sub. You can do that. You know, if you have uh Amazon prime, you can use your prime sub, follow those directions on your screen right there. And, uh, don't cost you a dime. You can still subscribe to this program. Everybody wins. You get a sub, you get, you can skip commercials or ads and uh yeah your boy makes a little money twitch makes a little money don't cost you a dime everybody wins how about that uh, all right let's get to it we have no time to waste we must get into this right away um let's okay oh you raggedy bitch uh sorry i forgot to get my stupid ass run of show um Things done. Ooh, 2200 to fix my car. My paint has moved elsewhere. Oh, my God. Cece, what's wrong with your car? Time heals all wounds, Cece, unless you get shot. That's true. Faith fits that cowboy fans. You're still crying. So now, see, you guys, uh, this is this would be, I'm glad I'm not a Cowboys fan. And, and I supported this team. And I was a staunch supporter. I believed in what that offense was doing. The defense was fantastic. Yada, yada, yada. Just brutal. And I would not, I would not want to be a Cowboys fan uh, today. 
of all days, this would be the most difficult day. Um, just sucks. Just sucks. I mean, like Houston fans, uh, you know, we're we're used to it. I guess Cowboy fans are too by now, and that's not a shot, although it, I guess it kind of was. But I mean, damn. We're going to get into all of it. Let's just uh, let's start with our, our sports headlines, and then we'll make our way into um, the rest of the story. Hold on. Let me get your headlines set up here so that we can uh, get into them. Here you go. Let's roll. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. Jared, thank you for the 100 bits. About to finish level one hype train. Wait, wait. Hold on. I almost forgot to tell you guys. I was too busy worrying about getting the graphics ready and together. Um, I almost forgot to tell you guys. Short show today. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of you were surprised I'm even doing a show. It's Martin Luther King Day, by the way. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Um, but I thought, you know what? I want to talk about this game, the Texans game, the Cowboys game, and hell, even the Lions game. No Jenny is mom today either, Reyes. But we are going to have a short show today. We're going to be done about 3.20. So about an hour from now, going to be wrapping it up so we can all go watch football. Uh, don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. You blame, uh, blame the governor of Buffalo or bu- the governor of New York, the governor of Buffalo. Okay. I'm, I'm clearly a moron. I'm clearly a dumbass. Short show because it was a short cowboy season. Brutal. Brutal. Um, Pilates class canceled. So, hey. Well, that's good, Donna. I don't know. I'm nervous, guys. By, uh, by the way, guys. Nora said she was leaving work early, but that the uh, the streets are already crazy. So... Always makes me nervous when my woman's out there and it's wild and I can't do nothing about it. So fingers crossed. Um, all right, but uh, short show today. We're done at 320. I'm going to watch the Buffalo game. Stupidly, I think I'm going to try to get out there and smoke a cigar. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm Why? I don't know. Why smoke a cigar in freezing cold weather? Who the hell knows? But I'm going to give it a go. Maybe I'll make some coffee. Maybe I'll make some Irish coffee. All right. So there you go. Short show today. We're done at 3.20. Normally we go till 5. For those of you new to the program that don't know, um, we normally go until 5 o'clock. But not today. Okay? So let's get back to it. Let's get to our sports headlines. And then we got to talk Texans and Cowboys. And Lions, too. Hell, why not? All right. This is your sports headlines for the day. USC's Caleb Williams. Could go number one in the draft. He has officially entered the NFL draft. So if there was ever any doubt. Uh, and, and and you might ask, well, duh, why? of course he was going to enter the draft. Well, he was saying, look, as long as he was assured that the Bears weren't going to draft him first overall, then, you know, he wasn't going to. Enter the draft. So I mean, look, he went the he went the Elway route. He went the Manning route. Whatever you want to say, uh, he doesn't want to go to the Bears. And uh, I think it's quite presumptuous of him to assume that the Bears just don't absolutely love Justin Fields. Don't you? 
I mean, the Bears are that dumb. They were dumb enough to move up to get him. <laughs> they were dumb enough to draft Mitch Trubisky. Maybe they're dumb enough to be more in love with Justin Fields than they would be Caleb Williams. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a Bears fan. I just know from the outside looking in, not a smart organization. Okay. All right. Uh, more headlines for you. Sources are saying Draymond Green plans to return versus the Grizzlies. So look out, world. Draymond's back, baby, with a new attitude. I'm still mad at Adam Silver for talking him out of retiring. I just would. Ugh, 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 whatever. Um, sources are saying that the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, are the first team to actually meet with uh, Michigan's John, Jim Harbaugh. I always mix up the two. Jim's in Michigan, right? Jim Harbaugh. I always, yeah, Jim's the Michigan guy. Actually, I should have just remembered Jim has an M in it. M for Michigan. Done. Oh, my God. I'm never going to forget it now. Hey, thank you guys for the hype train. Uh, 83% of level one hype train. Two subs, 325 bits. No hype chats because I forget. Um, Chargers first to meet with Jim Harbaugh. So, we'll see. We'll see. Jim Harbaugh, Justin Herbert. Hey, I think it's interesting, man. Uh, Harbaugh's talking seriously about going back to the NFL. It's going to be interesting for the NFL. It's going to be interesting for college foosball. See what Michigan does uh, should he leave. Um, Who's going to jump ship from their respective team to take the Michigan job, huh? So we'll get into the more of that. I do want to talk a little more about coaching stuff here in just a second. Uh, Also, sources are saying we'll keep it in the Big Ten. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm an Aggie fan. Whatever am I going to do? Sources are saying that the Ohio State Buckeyes are targeting A&M's Ross Bjork to become their new athletic director. Yeah, they're targeting Ross Bjork. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't wait. You can have him. You don't even got to target him. Take him. He's yours. Heartthrob, thank you for the 69. I like, thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Yeah, take him. He's yours. You can have him. You can have Ross Bjork. The guy that inked Jimbo Fisher to a $80 bajillion deal. The guy that boofed up the Stoops thing and then had to bring in Duke's guy. It's just, what a nightmare. Get out of here. Bye. If people are actually upset that he's thinking about leaving, people haven't been paying attention. Okay? That's all. Christy! Thank you for the prime sub, sweetie. That's 11 months. You're the man. You're the woman. So, yeah, I say good riddance. Bye, Ross Bjork. It's no sweat off my back. All the money in the world for NIL deals. And 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 all the money in the world to pay Jimbo Fisher. And, and, and what have they produced under Fisher and Bjork? Exactly. Bye. Bye. All right. That's sports headlines for the day. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's talk Texans. Let's do it. Nobody get, nobody tell Jen. Where's Jen? Can we get a well check on Jen? Oh, look, I was thinking about this yesterday. First of all, congratulations to the Houston Texans. Congratulations to a team that has frustrated me to no end for many, 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 
many, many years. Um, I got to tell you that I am not just surprised. I am shocked. I am flabbergasted. There's no way you could have convinced me that the Houston Texans would have done what they did on Saturday. There's just no way. I am a lifelong Houstonian. I am a lifelong Houston football fan. Those things that happened on Saturday don't happen to football teams in this town. They just don't happen to teams that I root for. Oilers, Texans, Aggies. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say congratulations to uh, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson and Bobby Slowick and uh, Nick Casario. And hell, you know what? I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling generous. Cal McNair. Congratulations to him, too. And congratulations for essentially turning around a city's despair and emotional scars as football fans, as a collective. Because I I tell you what, I am not even going to lie to you. I was watching that game. And it was midway through the third quarter-ish. It was, you know what, it was right after the two pick sixes. It was right after that. It was right, so that was what? Those pick sixes were the third quarter? Let me look up the playing scores again. Let's see, play-by-play, scoring summary. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud. Yeah, 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 third quarter. I mean, 406 and 605. They were back-to-back. And, uh, excuse me. I watched those. The Texans were up 38 to 14. And I, I kid you not. And raise your hand in the chat if you felt the same. But I was like, oh boy. How are they going to blow this? How are they going to blow a 24 point lead in the fourth quarter? They'll probably give up four touchdowns or three touchdowns and a field goal and a two-point conversion at some point. Um, just, uh, it's just so, so sad. Mimi, you were the same way? Okay. Yeah, I was just not ready. I was just like, oh, God, this is going to end so badly. Here comes another scar. Here comes another emotional scar for being a football fan in this city. This is about to happen. This is about to be one of the biggest collapses in this team's history. A new collapse, right? Because we saw the, the Kansas City collapse, right? The Buffalo. Remember they called it the comeback? Jesus. I'm so glad that there's been a new comeback. That's that, that Now that's not the biggest comeback ever. Thank God. But we saw the comeback with the Bills and Oilers. We witnessed the the debacle in Kansas City with this Texans team, and I was fully prepared for it. And I think the crazy thing is, going into this game, as a Texans fan and as Browns fans, I think you both, we both, expected our teams to, one of them's going to shit the bed, 
one fan base was leaving that game going, yep, typical, insert team name here, yep, typical Browns game. Typical Browns, get, get, get all of our hopes up and then lay an egg like that. Give up 45, two pick sixes. C.J. Stroud, damn near perfect passer rating. Come on, man. And it very well just as easily could have been the reversal. It very well could have been Texans walking out of NRG Stadium. Well, we just got the doors blown off of us. Or what? God, that, what, what a comeback that they just uh, gave up to the Browns. At home, no less. Oh. Uh, so disgusted. They let the Browns score 28 points in the fourth quarter. Oh, it's awful. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I was ready for it. I was ready for it. So, yeah, it does feel like, I'm not going to lie, this isn't your dad's Texans. This isn't your uncle's Houston football. I don't know. There's a different air to this team, there's a different kind of swagger. There was, no, there's never been a Texans team that you said had swagger. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the Matt Schaub era, it wasn't swagger. The 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 Davis Mills, come on, the, no. They're, 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 even the Deshaun Watson era didn't really have swagger. It had a a a sense of hope, uh, a sense of optimism. But it certainly didn't have swagger. But this team, there's a certain air to it. There's a swagger to it. And I don't know if it comes from D'Amico. I don't know if it comes from C.J. Stroud. I don't know if it comes from uh, the, the Cal McNair or Hannah McNair or the ghost of Bob McNair. I have no idea where this comes from. But it's different. It feels different. And, and, and I picked Cleveland. I picked Cleveland because I absolutely expected, I absolutely expected this team to shit the bed. I didn't. I just was like, nah, once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> That's the best defense in football. I'm expecting a shutout. I was. I was expecting the Texans to put up like three points. I really was. Maybe maybe they score 10, you know, and get beat like, I don't know, 24 to 10, 28 to 10 at home. I fully expected it. So... There's just a different feel to this team. And I I keep defaulting to my scarred um, fandom. I, I keep defaulting to my skeptical fandom. But the fact of the matter is, this is a different Houston football team. And I'm here for it. And I love it. It's fantastic. It's exciting. It's great. And boy, what a game. Uh, price pick has Josh Allen, 226 yards. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stroud is that guy. Yeah. I, I would tend to agree with that. Uh, is going to going forward. You got to believe in him. I, you know what? It's really, really difficult, really difficult, really difficult to believe in him. I mean, not to believe in him, just to, just to believe in anything positive when it comes to Houston football. It really is. And, and maybe I'm the only one. Um, yeah, mines. We're definitely not doing basketball today, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, this we just you've got you're we're in the midst of NFL football with you know the Texans winning and the Cowboys losing and Detroit getting a win. We're just not going to do any basketball or, or or certainly not Raptors talk. So, um, but I, I appreciate you popping in though. Flacco's magic had to run out eventually. You know, Amos. That's funny. I heard a lot of people saying that. 
And it was again one of those things where I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not, um, I, I'm not gonna believe it until I see it because you know, as a, as as a as a long suffering Houston football fan, it was like, Heck oh yeah. yeah, Flacco's magic will run out, but it'll be next game. You know what I mean? It'll run out next game. No, it didn't. It ran out this game. Cisco, thank you, buddy. Cisco been subscribed for 21 months. Let's go. Love you, homie. Uh, by the way, Lifto, what does that say? Lifto Sophie 101. Lifto Suwa. Lift Osify. Lift. I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a dumbass. Lift, thank you for the follow, man. Welcome in. Thank you for being here. So, yeah, um, I tell you what. It, let's just let's just take a quick little gander at the box score because this, it was unbelievable, really, what this team did. And all phases of the game, somebody said it. You hear it a lot about complimentary football. That's a fact. I even made a few notes for you, as you know I'm prone to do. Um, where's my Texans Brown notes? Here we go. The first Texans touchdown play call was fantastic. It was phenomenal. I have the word great. Um, I just, it, you probably don't even remember it. Hell, I don't remember. I just remember watching it going, wow, what a damn good play call in that situation at that moment. And execution was perfect. So there you go. And I, I honestly, all of the play calling, all the play calling, um, all, all game long, I had no complaints about it. So, so kudos to Bobby Slowick. Um, sadly, his name is at the top of many people's list as far as interviews go. I'll say this. I don't think he's leaving yet. I think teams want to see him get another year or two of polish, which is good if you're a Texans fan and a CJ Stroud fan. But I think he'll get a job maybe next year or the year after. But I think they want to see him get one or two more years under his belt, possibly. And I could be wrong. Maybe they just go, you know, balls to the wall like they did Mike McDaniel. Let's do it. But Mike McDaniel, I don't know how long he was the OC uh, in San Fran. How long was he? Let's see. Mike McDaniel. Um, he was OC. Offensive assistant for the Texans in 2006. Yep, that checks out, checks out, checks out. Uh, OC was 2021. He was the running game coordinator from 2017 to 2020. So, hell, maybe so. Maybe teams look at it and go, well, Mike McDaniel doing a hell of a job in Miami. Turn two around. Let's get him in here. Look what he's done for rookie CJ Stroud. So I don't know. It could it, and this is the this is the crappy thing about winning in the NFL is you lose good coordinators. But hey, life goes on. It is you, you just you it's part of the game. So um I am I am thrilled. I was uh, a couple other notes that I had about the game. Defense was swarming. It felt like they were swarming the entire game to the ball, uh, to Flacco, getting a ton of pressure. And and Texans did a really good job offensively um, keeping C.J. Stroud upright and giving him enough time. And he, he did a fantastic job moving in the pocket. We talked about that on the show a week or two ago. And somebody had mentioned or, or commented that he throws the ball falling backwards a lot, and that's going to come back to bite him. And I had mentioned, actually what he's doing, he's just buying time. That's he's just literally buying a half a second. That's very instinctual. And you saw it again in this in this game where he's got that instinct in the pocket where he's going to get every single millisecond 
out of out of protections uh, to find open receivers, and he's just unbelievable at it. Um, and I will say this. That Browns O-line was beat up. All right, so the Texans got to Flacco, and um, you didn't really have to respect the run game a ton. But let's not discount the fact, similar to what happened with Miami, let's not discount the fact that that O-line for the Browns was pretty banged up. Okay, pretty pretty banged up. Speaking of, anybody else have a heart attack when Tunsil got hurt? <laughs> I was like, no, God, please, no. No, for the love of God, no. Last thing I had on my notes, the Texans did a really good job of shutting down Amari Cooper. I don't know whose job that was, uh, what, how they schemed it, or if it was man coverage or what. I didn't really, I'm not one of those guys, well, I look at the all 29. If I notice something, I'll write it down. But whatever it was, you just didn't hear Amari Cooper's name called a lot. And uh, in fact, Cooper had four catches for 59 yards, but it was a very pedestrian 459. Uh, and Joku was the big guy. Uh, he had seven catches for 93 yards, and that's who you had to worry about. Cream Hunt with the touchdown. Uh, and that was pretty much it. I mean, you had the one touchdown pass to Kareem Hunt. You had the one touchdown run by Kareem Hunt. All of that occurred in the first half, and they just could not keep up with the Texans' offense. And then once Flacco threw two pick sixes, most of you felt like it was over. Most of you knew it was over. Me, on the other hand... I was still a little nervous. I was still very, very nervous. And what I love about this, take a look at this box score for a second, Texans fans. Here's what I want to point out that's kind of a positive, is the Texans, they kept their foot on the gas in the second half. They did not. They did not cruise. And what they didn't do is similar to what they did do back in the debacle against Buffalo and really kind of against the Chiefs, they didn't let their foot off the gas and they didn't play scared and they didn't go into prevent mode. They just played football the exact way they know how. And and really, that was the difference in this team. They put up you know, the two pick sixes. The offense got a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And hey, this is a big, it's a big win. It's a big win. 280 yards passing, passing 274 yards. Um, for C.J. Stroud, 16-21, to 21, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Just an impeccable game by C.J. Stroud. And um, Nico Collins with a big game. Brevin Jordan. How about Brevin Jordan? Who knew? Brevin Jordan and Andrew Beck are the speedsters on this team, and we didn't know that. That's the second time this year I've watched a, somebody on the Texas team that I had no idea was that fast. Just turn on some afterburners and blow away an entire defense. Beck was the other one on that kickoff return. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. Um, either the the rain is floating funny or it's snowing out here in the swamp. I don't like it. Oh, sorry about that, Joe Pro. Bro, you had Brian Hoyer uh when you lost to KC. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 That's still, I mean, that's, 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 doesn't matter. I mean, I was just, I, I just, all year, I have been waiting for CJ Stroud to play like a rookie. And he has in a few games, that Jets game. Ugh. I ain't gonna lie. The reason that I picked the Browns to, to beat the Texans was the Jets game. I said, look what that Jets defense did to CJ Stroud, to the Texans. It was, it was ugly. It was scary. It was gross. 
It was a, it was an ugly game that they lost to the Jets. So I kind of fully expected that to happen, and it didn't. What's up, Clip? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. So, yeah. <sighs> felt good. It felt really good. I, I'm, I'm, I might actually get excited for the next round. I don't care who they play. I don't even care if they lose. I mean, I'll probably pick them to lose. I'm probably, I'm probably going to, they'll probably, right? Right. Who would they play next round? It's either going to be, um, let's see. So they won. They're the four seed. Chiefs won. They're the three seed. Bills win. So they're either playing the Ravens or the um, Chiefs. Okay. Ugh. I don't. I don't really like it, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I did, My picks did not go well. I picked the Browns to win. That didn't happen. Picked the Dolphins to win. Stupid ass. Tons of injuries. Um, picked the Bills to win. We'll see how that goes tonight. And had the Lions winning. So I'm one for two so far in straight up picks. I haven't even looked at the Laminator 5000 yet. So uh, congrats to the Houston Texans and the organization and the fan base and everybody else. Uh, unbelievable victory. Um, I'm curious. Uh, let me just kind of scroll through the chat real quick and see what you guys had to say. What's up, Dre? Good to see you, buddy. To be fair, Casey just started that game slow. Casey was by far superior squad. Very true. Uh, I needed Amari Cooper to get a single touchdown. Well, I didn't want to and hoped like hell they would win. Yes. Uh, to be honest, when they were up 10 and a half, I felt like the game was over. You're crazy, Eric Resendez. You are nuts. You are nuts. Amy said it was mostly Stingley on Cooper. Okay. Okay. Um, that was me. I didn't like how the ball floated when he threw it going back. Oh, well. Hey. Ain't nothing wrong with buying a little time, pimp. I'm surprised McFaddy still has a job. We're, we're going to get to that next. Um, let's see. Stroud of that guy. Um, I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan. I still get down and think we can't win, and Mahomes has proven it time and again. Bro, it's it's unbelievable, man. I, I honestly didn't expect them to win as bad as they looked, but just wasn't even close. Poor poor Harrison Butker. He said it was like kicking a block of ice. Could you imagine having to kick that many field goals in the cold like that? Sheesh. Sheesh. Hugh Dab said, after all the flowers I gave you last week. What? What? Trey said, wait, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. Hmm. Who else said that? Okay. The offense is a hell of a lot better. CJ stays in the pocket pretty long time on some plays. Yes, he does. Hey, Eric, that's a great point, too. The Texans punter was great Saturday. That's a hell of a good point. I mean, that is a fantastic point, and it's true. And it's absolutely true. Um, all right, let's see. Tunsil put Garrett on a milk carton. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Stingley man coverage on Cooper. Okay, nice. All right, I think we got them all. Um, Cooper was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt, but you can't. It, it, he wasn't hurt enough to not get four catches for whatever yards. If he's that hurt, don't put him in. He's a liability. You know? If he's that hurt, don't put him in. I mean, that's, that's what I wouldn't do. 
Okay, Tony, I'm going to need you to calm down. Tony said the Texans are winning the Super Bowl. Bitch. You don't calm your stupid ass down. All right, let's, uh, we've got about uh, a little over 30 minutes left in the show. <sighs> Joe Bros, everybody's hurting January. Lord knows I am. That's true, Klepto. Uh, Klep says they, they couldn't even cover uh, the, the Schultz. By the way, what an ugly drop by Schultz, right? And then he bobbled the, the last touchdown of the game that he caught. He bobbled that. But my God, every time, I'm going to lie, I sound like a fanboy right now, but every time I watch C.J. Stroud drop back and release the ball, it just is so beautiful. It really is. When, he's, when his feet are playing, it's just... And they missed on Nico Collins once. I mean, this team had opportunities to put up even more points. This offense did. So, so much fun. So much fun. Um, so, okay. That's that. Let's get to another game. Uh, this is going to be a little more... Um, controversial in the chat this is going to be a little more painful in the chat but we we got to do it so let's talk dolphins chiefs uh <laughs> fooled you uh, just real quick just real quick we're not gonna belabor it i know we got so many cowboy fans and cowboy haters in the chat let's just get this one out of the way real quick uh, Dolphins just didn't show up. Dolphins also really injured, banged up. Not that they would have won. Not that they would have had enough to beat uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, it, it was a field goal fest from the Chiefs' perspective. I did not watch the game. Um, this is the one time where I just refused, and 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 I didn't bootleg it like I said I was. I just didn't make a. Make it a priority. So, yeah, just FYI to the to the NFL, who, by the way, is, they're out bragging about uh, the numbers, all right? As you know, I went on a rant last week, Monday of last week, about um, this game, the Dolphins and uh, Chiefs being on Peacock only and having to have a subscription to that game. So I, I went on that rant. And then Saturday, I was like, man, I need to post a video. So I cut that video up and posted it. Having no idea, I was like, well, it'll, at least it's topical, right? It'll be today. Maybe a, maybe a few people uh, will watch it. And what's crazy is that video went viral on Twitter and TikTok. Got some decent run on Instagram, and no one gave a single shit about it. On Facebook, not a single one. It was it was absolutely insane to me, and thus is the beauty of um, social media. I mean, look at this: four hundred seventy-five thousand views on that video. You can barely see it. Uh, four hundred seventy-five k. I mean, I have. It's crazy. I mean, I've got. I don't know. So many unwritten or unread messages and people are talking shit in the comments. I actually got a message from TikTok that says, we noticed people are bullying you in the comments. Do you want us to do anything about it? I was like, I don't give a shit. 
I don't care. You think I care? If I'm mad, I'll respond. I don't give a shit about that. Bully away. But I was I was pleasantly surprised and excited that hey, the video got almost a half a million views. That's awesome. Uh, Twitter, it, it did pretty well on Twitter as well. Ended up getting, oh, where'd it go? Uh, 60,000 views on Twitter, which is really good. Uh, 221 reposts, over 1,000 likes. So it was pretty cool to see a couple of, you know, videos from the show go viral. Here's the deal. Um, a lot of people were, oh, shut up, fat boy, you broke bitch, pay the $6. I'm like, hey, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, why you gotta be so aggressive? I just said I don't, I want my football free. You broke bitch. I was like, oh my God. Um, so that was cool. And I don't, I don't know what happened. I think maybe I responded too late. But Inside Edition hit me up and was like, hey, will you come on our show? I was like, what? Inside Edition had hit me up and was like, hi, this is Megan from uh, Inside Edition. <laughs> you, th- you think I'm bullshitting? Uh, this is Megan Lupo from, I work for Inside Edition, the national news show. She's like, we're working on a report about Peacock and the NFL. We'd like for you to come on and be interviewed. Well, I don't know if I responded too late because I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll do it as long as we're done before two so I can do my show. So I was like, that's weird. That's crazy. One viral video and look at all that. And then, of course, it did happen. But, hey, they reached out. So <laughs> Eric said, well, viral superstar. Yeah, it. trust me, it's already passed. Okay. Um, but the the funny thing was about that and posting that video, is you guys know me, you guys know a lot of this is meant to be entertaining and fun and 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 I have a point sometimes and I rant but it's never as serious as it may appear but the people that rallied around this video and were liking it and sharing it and leaving comments they were like yeah boycott the NFL yeah the NFL this is just greed by Roger Goodell yeah well, I never liked them anyways I was like oh oh god this is this is this is not the fan base this was in, oh wow this is not who this was supposed to be <laughs> I mean, I just, I just felt like it was like thousands of my dad. And I was like, oh my, my, my dad was like, I'll never watch the NFL ever again because of Kaepernick. I was like, oh my God, really dad? Really? Really? That's what it felt like. Oh, it was on Twitter. It was on TikTok. Even in the YouTube comments, especially the worst was TikTok because obviously there was the most viewers on there, but they were just like, yeah. This is wild. This is crazy. And I was like, oh boy, this is, this was not the intended uh, audience for this show, but Hey, you know what? I'll take the run. I got to follow up on it. Um, but I didn't watch the game. Um, Peacock has been running around. NBC has been running around bragging. Uh, it says Peacock Chiefs Dolphins broadcast drew 23 million viewers becoming the most streamed NFL game ever. Well, guess what? First of all, you hadn't been streaming it that long, Peacock. Second of all, you're what are you up against Amazon Prime? Okay. This is the biggest streaming sporting event in North America. Because there's nobody streaming sports right now, dumbasses. And for the record, for the record, 
Save save it with all the buzzwords and the PR. An average of 23 million streamed the game, the most streamed event ever. What they're doing, though, is they're saying between streaming and the local NBC affiliates airing the game. So read between the lines. This this is they're they're this had the opportunity to be an absolute PR nightmare, and they are spinning, spinning, spinning it because they had some success with it. And I'm going to tell you right now, get ready. Get ready. Now, fortunately, the the NFL can't go 100% um, streaming paid services. They, they're just, they're, the antitrust laws won't allow it. So they're limited on how much they can do as far as forcing you to pay for a stream to watch it, right? To a degree. But I guarantee you, if they really wanted to, I could see the Super Bowl being, uh, I could see the Super Bowl being pay-per-view. I could see playoff games being pay-per-view. Yeah, you get the regular season for free, no worries. But Super Bowl playoffs, unless it's your home team, you got to pay for them. I could really see that coming. So for those of you that talk shit about my rant about the playoffs being on Peacock, and people having to go pay for it that don't have the money or already paying exorbitant amounts of money for other streaming services. And, well, it's another $6. Well, some people don't have the money. Some people don't have $6 a, a month to throw away, believe it or not. And so it sucks for them. But get ready. This, is, uh, this, is, this was a bad sign. And the fact that they're spinning it like they are a milestone moment in media and sports history. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a milestone moment in greed. It was a mile, a milestone moment in making money. And the crazy thing is uh, playoffs last year averaged 28 to 29 million. I think the Texans drew 29 million. So you still didn't get the numbers you would if it would have just been on TV. Peacock only has like 30 million subscribers. There was no way you were going to match playoff numbers from last year or this year there was no way you would have to get 99.9 percent of all the subscribers to watch it nah 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 so just uh, as uh, last year the most watched wildcard game according to nielsen sports was the giants and vikings that drew 33 million you can't even top that because you don't have that many subscribers what will be interesting to see is how many people subscribed uh, for Peacock. And, and here's what they're going to do. All right, just mark my words. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to tell you how many subscribers they gained this week or this month or because of this game, but they won't tell you how many of those unsubscribed as soon as the game was over. I promise you that. I promise you that. And when they also won't tell you um, how many of those were free trials that were canceled before they renewed into a paid subscription. So just get ready. It's a big spin job. And the NFL don't give a shit because they made an extra $110 million from NBC. And NBC doesn't give a shit because it's really Comcast slash NBC. And they're just trying to grow the Peacock network and the Peacock streaming service. So they're they're just paying money hand over fit. They're losing billions of dollars on the Peacock streaming service. So this was just an effort to try to boost that. Just telling you what it is, folks. You can get mad at me all you want. Donna said, oh, my, do y'all have the game on? There is so much snow in the stands. Yeah, that was the thing, Donna. They cleared out the the field, but not the stands for the Bills game. Crazy, right? 
What time does the game start? Has it already started? Uh, it shouldn't have started yet. What time does it start? Uh, I thought it started at 3.30, right? I just watched free streams on Reddit. Yeah. Well, there's that too. There's that too. Um, uh, Joe Pro said, it's $6 that you forget to unsubscribe to so they get you to, uh, yeah, for a pile of money by the end of the year. True that. Hey, what's up, Jen? I still love you, Jen. I sent somebody to do a welfare check on you. I love you. I know. I know. Come here. Bring it get over here. Just so y'all know, Xfinity gives you Peacock for free if you have cable or internet with you. Yeah, well, I'm not going with Xfinity. Again, that's Comcast. No thanks. No thanks. And by the way, I crunched the numbers. I'm actually still paying less with Fubo and all the streaming services I pay for uh, versus going with like DirecTV Stream to get the same shit. Actually, you get less. So maybe I jumped the gun on screaming at Fubo for raising their prices. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe I did. Maybe. Uh, all right, let's get back to this game. Uh, nope, not that game. We're on to the next. We're on to Dallas. Um, Where is it? There it is. Let's get to it. Oh, Dallas. Dallas, Dallas. What the hell is going on here? Why is this firing off? Stop it. We don't need the highlights. NFL will be all up on my ass with it. Um, I don't have any funeral music. Let's just let's just start this the way we should. Let's let's bow our heads. Um like to say a few words about the Dallas Cowboys. Dear Football Jesus, we come to you today with our heads held low, sorrow in our heart, sadness in our eyeballs, and anger in our fists as we have once again watched the Dallas Cowboys collapse in the playoffs. And, and Lord, I know people will look to point the finger of blame at somebody on this team, and rightfully so. But Lord, let those people remember that pointing the finger of blame is useless. You've got 10 fingers. You could probably use all 10 to point blame because there's at least that many people that screwed up. So don't just point a finger of blame. Point all the fingers for blame, Lord. And Lord, please let Jerry Jones keep it together. I saw his lip quiver in a post-game interview, and that made me sad when old people cry. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, now look, here's the deal. Uh... I just did not expect this. I, I just did not. And by the way, somebody ridiculously was like, well, Dak, Dak Prescott threw for 400 yards. Dak was awful. Awful. And I have been the biggest, staunchest Dak Prescott supporter all season. Hell, the last two to three seasons. I have been fussing at you. Ask Dre in the chat. 
Ask Dre. Shut up, Dre. Dre, you were right. Shut up, Dre. You were right. I, I got I got no defense. Just like the Cowboys. I have no defense for Dak Prescott. I have no defense for this team, for Mike McCarthy, for for the the the, the defense, for Dan Quinn. For Dak Prescott, for Amari Cooper, for, uh, uh, not Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. All of them. It was awful. It was atrocious. It was ugly. This team was never in it. They were out of sorts from the get-go. It was ugly football. This was not the Cowboy team that you watched all year. And maybe it was. Maybe I was just fooled. This team went undefeated at home. And they lost. They not just lost. They got destroyed in a playoff game by the seven seed. A team that barely won nine games. Didn't even get to double-digit wins. So Dan Quinn can kiss a head coaching job goodbye. He ain't getting that now. Mike McCarthy, same thing. He ain't getting that now. Dak Prescott's probably, I don't know. You know what I could see happening? Let me let me explain something to you. I could definitely see another situation where you have a Jared Goff, um, Matthew Stafford type of trade scenario, right? I don't know who the other quarterback is. Don't say Justin Fields because he hasn't had nearly the success that Dak has or the other two players have. But there's got to be a quarterback out there that the Cowboys would look to trade for. Ah, it's too soon for Tua. It hasn't been long enough. You know what I mean? Like, eh. What's up, Canada Relief Benefit, by the way? Uh, I don't know. I'd love to see what Mike McDaniel would do with, with Dak Prescott. Uh, Mike McCarthy had him looking great during the regular season, but at the end of the day, ugh. they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. I don't, I don't even have words for you. It was just, it was just ugly. Just ugly. Dre said, nah, it ain't going to work. Dak's cap hit is $59 million. Well, I haven't even looked at his contract. I don't, if that's true, then Jesus. I'm so sorry, Cowboy fan. You are screwed. <clears throat> screwed. Uh, let's see. Dak Prescott spot track. <clears throat> it, is, it is definitely time for Jerry to make a move. And I think the the first move that if if Jerry Jones, listen, listen to me and listen to me good, chat. Focus. If Jerry Jones wants to really make the Cowboys better, if he really wants to improve this team, he's going to have to make the tough decision and fire himself. He's going to have to let himself go. He's going to have to relinquish control of this team and sit back and let somebody that actually yeah. knows what they're doing 
do what they know how to do. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. I'm sorry. It starts and ends with Jerry Jones. He is the owner. He is the GM. He is the decision maker. He is all those. I'm not saying Jerry Jones has to sell the team. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Jerry Jones needs to, God, I never thought I'd say this in my life. Jerry Jones needs to take a page out of Cal McNair's book and go out and find the right people that can rebuild this organization and re-energize this fan base. And I never would have thought that you would have to re-energize a Cowboys fan base. They're so loyal, so delusionally loyal. But that's what it's going to take Obviously, Jerry is not the guy. Obviously. So to me, yeah, you probably need to move on from Dak. Yeah, you probably need to move on from Mike McCarthy. Yeah, you probably need to move on from Dan Quinn. How does that Dallas defense give up 48 points to the Green Bay Packers? What? What? You made LeFleur look like freaking... Oh, my God. Bill Walsh. It's crazy. This team is in disarray. It's bad. And Jerry, if he's going to hold anybody accountable, it has to start with him. He has got to relinquish control and get people in the building that know football. And I know what you're thinking. Because I'm thinking it too. Bill Belichick? I never thought that I would say that. But I absolutely could see if he was smart, bringing in a Bill Belichick and letting him do his thing. Although, I don't know. I, 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 there's a part of me that thinks that might be smart. One of them would have to set their ego aside. And I just don't think it would ever be Jarrah. So a lot of people were saying, fire Mike McCarthy, bring in Bill Belichick. Well, who's going to put their ego aside? Is it going to be Belichick or is it going to be Jerry? Is Jerry going to let Belichick make decisions? Here's the problem. I am on record as saying, I don't think Belichick is as good as he we thought he was because he didn't do shit without Tom Brady. I mean, that's just a fact. You can go look at his record without Tom Brady in the lineup. His, the reason that team, that the Patriots are in such a bad way is his personnel decisions. So I don't know if that's the answer, but Jerry's got to do something like that. Maybe it's Jim Harbaugh, right? Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. All I know is Jerry needs to give up control. He needs to go out and get a legitimate GM, a legitimate decision maker, him and his son need to step back, chill out, and let football people run that organization. Football people. Well, but Jerry knows. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. That team has woefully underperformed year in and year out when it matters most. 
So I don't know. How do you feel, Cowboy fans? Who do you want gone? Give me your list. Give me your order. <sighs> Who should be gone first, second, and third? My order? My order? Jerry first, McCarthy second, Dak third. That'd be my order. That'd be the order I'd go. Uh, Belichick was a solid value talent scout for a very long time, but it smells like the game has passed him by. Yeah. CC said yes. Who do you want gone, CC? Everybody? Total Dallas said only the coach. Are you really that delusional? <laughs> Sean? <laughs> Sean, you're such a dick. Sean said, I think they should run it back. <laughs> You and every other team in the NFC East. Uh, I'm going to say Tony the Handsome is mentally challenged. What? O'Brien Cully should be at the top of the Dallas search. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. So funny. Uh, Did you see Jimmy Johnson trying to get a job as coach before the game? No, I didn't. Was he? Oh, when he was like trying to fire him up, please, please. Uh, Amos said Cowboy fans throwing stuff at their players is now reason number two people hate Cowboy fans. Yeah, uh, no good coach will coach in Dallas until Jerry croaks. I mean, look, this is a sad fact. Um, it's always going to be coaches that are like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll play the, okay, I'm just happy to be here. Honestly, I mean, I know Tony was saying it to be to, to joke, but a guy like David Culley, who's just like, I'm just happy to have a job, and then chews on his tongue during the game. That's who Jerry needs in his world. That's who Jerry needs to be able to boss around. And that's always going to be the problem with the Cowboys, always. Always. You have got to let, you're not George Steinbrenner. You're not Al Davis. And even Al Davis needed to take a page out of the step back. And I mean, you're just, some of these owners get it in their head that they know. There's just the, the game is is ever evolving and a, and a rich billionaire can't keep up with that. He's too busy out here hunting glory holes. You can't do that. Jerry needs a black day of Campo. Cully, yeah. Jerry put together a solid group of talent over the last seven or eight years. At some point, coaches and players have to produce. Did he, though? Did he? Because I'm with you. I, look, you, you get no argument from me. Ooh, Alan Denson. Ooh. I mean, you know, Jerry's not going to be too upset if there was anything racist that Gruden said. Remember Jerry from the 50s? He's like, eh, the past is the past. Come on in. Who's going to be your offensive coordinator? David Duke? I like it. Okay, that was too far. I, you know what, I, that's the cold talking. <clears throat> um, <laughs> 
I, I don't mind the Gruden idea. <clears throat> I, I certainly don't. Uh, Joe Bro said, for fuck's sake, how long did Garrett, the red hot clapper, keep a job? Again, I mean, Jerry putting together talent. It's a, Amos's comment was Jerry puts put together a solid group of talented uh, of talent over the last seven or eight years. At some point, coaches and players have to produce. But when those coaches and players have opportunities to produce and don't, then how talented are they? The cream rises to the top, right? So, and, and sure, maybe we just need to designate regular season talent versus playoff success. Because there's obviously two huge differences. Obviously. I just feel like um, the the time has come for that organization to have a monumental shift. I mean, it, it there has to be a monumental shift because this is the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Season said I laugh so I don't go to prison for assaulting Sean. <laughs> um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I And this is not my team. I mean, I'm not, I don't know the ins and outs of this team like I maybe know the Texans. Um, I just know watching them on the field, I just felt like They, they just, they didn't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably like a lot of Cowboy fans, just stunned at more than anything. But I mean, how many, how many coaches, uh, when did Jerry take over? Jerry Jones. Because here's the thing. The, the conversation and the narrative is going to be Dak, Mike McCarthy, and Dan Quinn. That's going to be the conversation and narrative, I promise you. Across the NFL, on all the talk shows, all the pundits and all the smarties. That's what they're going to be saying. Well, you got to get rid of Dak. Well, it's Mike McCarthy. Well, it was Dan Quinn. That guy did that. I'd be surprised if more than maybe a handful of people at most addressed what I feel like is the real issue. Jerry Jones. He's the problem. But no one wants to say it and no one will say it. Well, he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. Great. And it's passed him by. It's gone. This ain't the same. This team has, has, has been a huge disappointment since what? I mean, uh, 96. 96, Barry Switzer beat Bill Cower for, for the Cowboys. The Cowboys went 12-4 and four that year. Okay. That's it. 96. 96. At some point, you just got to go, yep. Me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I don't know that he will, though. I don't know that he will. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to see 
I want to look at this see Dallas Cowboys. I want to pull up their records since '96. Um, there you go. Let's let's do this. Let's uh. So this is the Cowboys wiki page. Here you go. Look at this. They've had 36 playoff appearances. 96 was the last time they won a Super Bowl. Since 96, they've had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 playoff appearances. And I think they've won four of four games in those 12 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, here's the records down here. I'm sure of it. Okay. Nope. 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 Where's the records? Oh, come on. Give me the records. I want year over year records. I guess I got to go to pro football reference. Pro football reference. Cowboys. Uh, here you go. Oh, there we go. There we go. So since their Super Bowl, okay, so 95 was when they last won the Super Bowl. There you go. 10 and 6, 6 and 10, 10 and 6, 8 and 8. Lost the division, didn't make the playoffs, lost wild card, lost wild card. 5 and 11, 5 and 11, 5 and 11. Hey, 10 and 6, lost a wild card. Six and ten, nine and seven, nine and seven, lost a wild card. Guys, 13 and three, lost the division. Hey, 2007 might have been the best year since they won a Super Bowl. Nine and seven, 11 and five, lost the division. Six and ten, eight and eight, eight and eight, 12 and four, lost the division. Four and 12, 13 and three, nine and seven, 10 and six, eight and eight, six and 10, 12 and five, 12 and five. 12 and 5. Lost a wild card, lost a division, lost a wild card. Man. That's It's not good. And, you know, when you have a team that consistently goes 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5, what is that? And I'm not saying I know because you can make the point that Amos made, which was, yeah, see, they've got talent. They just don't do anything in the playoffs. Okay, great. Or you could say you just got a bunch of chokers who once the the lights are the brightest and the pressure is on, their talent isn't there. It doesn't exist. They choke. Like old Oilers teams. Same thing with their coaches. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. All I know is I can look at a team that goes 12 and 5 three years in a row and has one playoff win to show for it. Yeah, because they, well, I'm, I'm assuming this was a year that they went to the wild card last year. They had a wild card win. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And I'll say this, and and I know that we love to give Cowboy fans shit. And you should. 
Because Cowboy fans, when they're on top, they love to brag and boast. And they should. Excuse me. Oh, I hurt my back. I'm going to say this before we go. This is coming from a guy who grew up hating the Cowboys. I grew up hating the Cowboys and hating their fans. Okay? The Cowboy fans deserve better. This is the most loyal, diehard fan base of any fan base that I can think of. No matter what, they're, you know, they're, they're diehard Cowboy fans. No matter how much grief other fan bases or other people give them, no matter how many memes are made about them, you're not going to change how they feel about their team. They deserve better. Just for their loyalty, if nothing else. Why is CC telling me to shut up? Why, why am I being told to shut up? I'm, I feel like I'm being very um, sympathetic. I feel like I'm being very um, objective. I'm not letting my past hatred of this team and its fans and players I'm being honest. I'm just making an assessment. I'm sorry that that hurt your feelings. I'm sorry if you're a fan of Jerry or whoever the fuck I've been saying needed to go. I'm sorry. It's just a, it's just a, my opinion on it. I mean, I know you're defensive. I get it. And that's why I say... I mean, I don't know of a more diehard fan than CC and Total Dallas. I really don't. And it sucks for them because they ride or die with the Cowboys. And they got to come in here and put up with all the shit. And it sucks, man. It sucks. So, I hope they get it figured out for the fan's sake at least. So, all right. That's, that's a no-win situation. All the Cowboy haters are like, shut up, Barry. All the Cowboy fans are like, shut up, Barry. Fuck, what are, what are we doing? Um, all right, we didn't even get to it. I, uh, real quickly here, hold on. Uh, just because I made it, this is yay. There's your bills, uh, Steelers game, uh, over under 35 and a half in that weather bills favored by 10, uh, laminator 5,000 took the, to the Steelers. I'm taking the bills. Um, in that weather, especially and at home, that's going to be ugly. It's going to be an ugly game. I don't know. I'm going to see a lot of Josh Allen running in that game. So there's that. The other game, uh, Steelers and Tampa Bay Bucks. It's a home game for the Bucks uh, or not Steelers, uh, Eagles, Eagles favored by three. Lemonator 5,000 took the Bucks. I went with the Steelers over under 44. Uh, spreadsheet said to take the over. By the way, spreadsheet said take the under uh, in the... Uh, actually, I think it said take the over. I think I got that wrong. No, anyways, it doesn't matter. All right, there you go. There's your gamble. All right, I will see you guys tomorrow. Full show tomorrow, unless something weird happens like the freeze. We had the power flicker. I was like, man, we may not even get in this little hour and a half. 
But we did. We did it. Thank you, Reyes. Thank you, Uriel. Uh, love you, Donna. Appreciate you, Joel. Oh, Total Dial said, Donna, you're, you were the classiest non-Cowboys fan there. Aw. Mark said, at least their team makes the playoff. True that. True that. Appreciate you, Mark. I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Damn, Amos forgot to do his prize picks lineup. Now you done done it. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the football. Bills. Steelers at three minutes. Dre. Dre, I've never met him. I've never, I don't understand. Uh, I, Dre's, Dre's fandom is, is crazy to me. Uh, it's the weirdest cowboy fan thing I've ever seen. He loves to hate the team he loves. But you know what? That's a true fan. When you can see the flaws over your fandom, that's a true objective fan, and I admire that about you, Dre. CC, I love you. If I if I if we were in person, I would give you a big old hug and tell you it's gonna be okay. Alright, appreciate, appreciate you flip. I'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Do me three favors before we wrap this up. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. Even the Cowboy fans. See y'all tomorrow. Maybe we can raid Bash. Is Bash on? Oh. I think maybe we could raid Bash. Who can we raid? Let's see. Let's raid Ref the Bets. All right, I'm going to send y'all over to Ref the Bets. All right, y'all have fun. See y'all tomorrow. Bye. All right. Enjoy the raid. Enjoy the games. Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video.